Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the June 12th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It is episode 278. The NBA playoffs, we're kind of in the, well, maybe the middle of them as the Nuggets continue to take on the Miami Heat. NFL season's coming. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excellent. I am excellent. All right. So it feels like an impossibly long time between games here in the NBA Finals. I just, after all of the basketball, just an onslaught every single night. Now we wait forever. Yep. That's just the way it goes when you get to the end here. So, all right. Miami, Nuggets. Nuggets are kind of running away with this thing, huh? Yeah, 3-1 now. So tonight could end it possibly if they can find a way to win it which looks like they should be able to because you know obviously miami hasn't been playing that great and it only looks uh-huh. like a whole one out so far where um, is the game it's back in uh in, in, in denver okay uh they uh the boss or not boston uh, miami dropped two games straight at home so they can go back to denver mile high, mile high and uh take it and uh, win win their championship at, in front of their home fans uh, on their own home court, um, which I think kind of feels like that's kind of where we're headed. Uh, Tyler Hero, obviously, might make his debut again for the you know for the playoffs. He's been out for a while because of an injury. At, I think at the very beginning of the playoffs, has been able to play. Seems like he will be able to play in this game. He's questionable. I haven't seen anything else, but, you know, it's good for them. Um, but overall, this team has not played that great. Nicole Jokic obviously has been going insane, made history a couple of games ago with his triple-double, uh, and then, you know, made the comment that, you know, he just wants to win the games. Uh, but Miami just really hasn't ha- – doesn't seem like they have a whole lot of answers for this this Nuggets team. The zones and stuff that they have did against Boston that worked aren't working against Denver. They are able to pass the ball pretty well and have a lot of lethal shooters that can make um, – make the heat pay and even when the heat would play better rebounding they still didn't have an answer offensively so that you know the nuggets were able to run away with it so i fully expect things to end tonight and uh head into the offseason things are already starting to heat up there as well with like chris paul getting cut and things of that nature so we'll start to see what that all shakes out like but like i said i think denver is just the better team uh we said that from the beginning i think we said it was going to be in four games but i think you know the most realistic thing now is five um, do I think it's a blowout? No, I think, you know, I think Boston's or why keep saying Boston? Boston's on the mind. Uh, the Miami heat, um, I think they keep it close against the nuggets. Uh, but I just don't think they have the firepower and I don't think they're in rhythm at all throughout the season, uh, throughout this series. We've been seeing a lot of stuff about how guys are not hitting any of the threes. Uh, I think it's Max Struess. I just saw a stat that was like 20% from wide open threes. Uh, during this series, which is you want to knock down all those wide open threes that you get presented to, um, that present themselves to you, uh, and if they can't do that, they're going to have a really long um, series and uh, at the end here because they can't rely on just Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to get them through. They're going to have to let these other position guys go. We'll see how uh, Tyler Hero plays and if he's able to give that boost to this team and allow them to get to that next level and, and maybe even overpower them. But obviously, when you get an extra guy into that rotation, there's going to be some issues chemistry-wise when he hasn't played for a while. So, like I said, I got you know the Nuggets in this one. Okay. All right. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. So, okay. Let's uh, let's jump over to the uh, the NFL. I told you, like I said, the NFL's coming. 
yes, Fast and Furious, here we are on June 12th. A month from now, we have, uh, what, all the training camp stuff happening, right? Now yeah. we've got mini camps, right? Those yeah. are kind of getting ready to break. Then they'll get a little bit of a break before they get into the main training camp stuff that they do in July. And then guess what? Football season. Preseason football comes yeah. in August. So August. Uh, we're about a month and a half out then from uh, the Hall of Fame game is probably about right. So let's talk a little NFL. There's been some some movement. So the Broncos have added uh, former Kansas City Chief, former Seattle Seahawk Frank Clark to their defensive line. What do you think? Uh, I like that move. Uh, I think the defense was pretty good last season. Obviously, the offense was not. That's where they really fell flat. Uh, but getting a, a veteran guy, a guy that's been around the block a few times, a guy that's you know, played in the Super Bowl last season, won the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs, then they seem like they are rolling. But I think you know, when every time you can add um, some defensive firepower, especially running after the quarterback, a pass rusher like Frank Clark is, a proven pass rusher, who I looked it up, I think it's like five sacks last season. Uh, and, and, you know, that that's the number that everyone kind of looks at is, is the sacks because that's what people really want to see. But um, the solo tackles last season was like 25. He had 14 assist tackles. So he's present in a lot of different plays in a lot of different ways. So he's, you know, he moves around the field quite well. And I think that's going to help them, uh, you know, move up to the next level defensively help, you know, Russell Wilson out a little bit, give him a little bit more time off the field, get a little more rest. You want to always renovate the defense. And then you got obviously this whole Broncos team. Now, obviously you can add as much as you want, but you know, we'll have to see how Sean Payton coaches this team. Do they, does that bring them to the next level? Does that allow them to, play at championship level football uh russell wilson's obviously been putting the work this offseason uh dropping some weight um playing doing all that and then obviously they've been trying to build up their running game and and try to figure out who who they are but it'll be interesting to see but i i like that move obviously for the reasons like i mentioned and i think that's going to help them uh be a little more competitive next season but that's all kind of on paper stats we'll have to see what happens when he straps on the Denver Broncos uniform and charges onto that field, what mm-hmm. this team looks like. But things are, I think, shaping up a little bit better for this Denver Broncos team. Right. Well, we'll see because last year sucked. Last year was awful. Okay, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, it looks like he is going to be headed somewhere other than Arizona. And uh, the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, are a rumored landing spot. What's going on with that? Yeah, he met with uh, the Tennessee Titans yesterday um, after being cut by Arizona. Uh, the market apparently is conflicted on what he should get as a contract. Uh, some guys say he's like worth eight to ten million on a one-year deal. Other guys say it was earlier on in the season they'd pay a multi-year deal for like twenty twenty million dollars or whatever. So the market is a little conflicted, but he is getting um, a little bit of attention after not having any attention at the beginning. After he got cut, everything was kind of you know slow. He's met with the Titans, like I said yesterday. Uh, and I think that continues on throughout the week. And then he's going to be with the uh, Patriots uh, at some point here soon. Belichick said, am I his travel agent when asked to when he's going to be there? So I'm not exactly sure when he's going to be there. But uh, I think that's going to be interesting to see who lands him. But I think the Tennessee Titans are in desperate need of a Hopkins-like player to fill the, to fill the, um, the void that was left by the dumb A.J. Brown trade um, to get Traylon Burks. And obviously Traylon Burks could become uh, an A.J. Brown-like talent. Did not last season. Their quarterback situation is in shambles. I saw some stuff with uh, 
with their rookie quarterback, we'll let's see, he's not throwing the ball very well. Uh, they've lost trust in Malik Willis, and Tannehill I don't think is the answer. So putting someone like Hopkins uh, out there on the field gives them an extra option for whoever's back there under center. Uh, gives them a reliable target, which they are in desperate need of. They don't really have that guy, the guy that is a difference maker, the guy that can, you know, help this team kickstart a little bit because last season wasn't that great. They fell completely apart in the playoffs. And even during the season, didn't look that great. They can't rely on Derrick Henry for everything. That's not going to be how you're going to win football games anymore. People are going to have to, they're going to start finding answers to Derrick Henry and how to stop him a little bit. Uh, so getting an extra guy like that, I think that needs to be priority number one for uh, this uh, this Tennessee Titans team uh, in order for them to continue their, their their push to try to get to the championship, well, especially when you have to play the likes of the Buffalo Bills uh, and the, the Ravens now now that they have OBJ on their lineup, which that's another storyline I'm excited to see. Uh, and then also uh, the you know Kansas City Buffalo Bills um, and, and guys like the teams like that have, that I've kind of rose into the top and mm-hmm. in the AFC. So signing him is a big thing, but I also think if you're the Patriots signing him would also be pretty big to give whoever's back there. I don't know if it's Zappy or if it's Mac Jones, uh, a, a good healthy target to throw the ball to. I don't think, I think he's worth, you know, a good amount of money. I haven't seen anything from him saying that he wants a ridiculous sum of money. Uh, maybe that's behind the scenes, but he's not asking for that much, you know, in front. Usually when that type of thing happened, that's pretty big news. So if he's, you know, asking for something reasonable, both those teams should jump at the opportunity. But as a Titans fan, I hope they get him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dalvin Cook, running back, Minnesota Vikings. He's been cut. Yeah. So he won't be back in purple nope. come next season. So and, uh, it's unclear where he'll end up. Right? Yeah. Like who's who are the teams out there that need a running back? It was Miami. It was like the front runner. Everyone was hype about Miami getting okay. him, and and he tweeted a picture, or not tweeted, Instagrammed a picture of himself at Hard Rock Stadium, like you know, jumping or having a good time, or whatever. And um, everyone's like, "Oh, he's going to Miami." That was like right after he got cut. Now we're a little bit into that situation of him being cut, sitting in the open market, and he's asking for a you know a pretty big deal for himself because he thinks that he's worth that. But if you know anything about the NFL and you've watched the NFL for an extended period of time, teams are usually not that uh, hype on uh, signing a running back that's in his 30s. That's usually not where teams go. It's usually about signing the younger guys and getting them healthy because the running back position is a very brutal one. You get hit a ton, and longevity is usually not there. Uh, last season and throughout the seasons, Dalvin Cook's been pretty decent for the for the Vikings, having pretty good numbers, but apparently is not what they want going forward. I think they're ready to move to a younger guy as well. So that transition's already happening. Uh, because of that big deal, it seems like that the deal that he wants, it seems like Miami's backing off the uh, the search. The fans are getting a little upset um, with Dalvin Cook. So it doesn't seem like that's too likely at this point. Maybe he can turn things around if he asks for a little bit more legit, some money, a little bit less. Um, and then also I saw that the Broncos – uh, we're the number one team to get him right now, uh, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I think the running back core is fine. They have some really good players there. But if he wants this t- this sum of money, what usually happens, at least what I've seen from like the NBA and the NFL and things like that, is usually if you price yourself too high and the market doesn't fit that need, you kind of hold on to it for as long as you can, but eventually you cave and some dark horse candidate, some team that needs a running back will throw you in their lineup and, and use you once that finally crashes a little bit. But 
you know, I think teams are finding their running back, their core guy, the guy that they like, and they're sticking with him throughout the league. You see that a lot. Um, a lot of guys going with rookie running backs to try to f- figure things out. Um, I, I know that Miami definitely needs a running back, but they're obviously not going to spring for the full size, especially with Tyree Kill and Jen Waddle and the guys that they have that they already have to pay. It's probably not going to be that likely, but that's another storyline to watch. Another guy that's sitting out there that seems like they might be just floating along a little bit here. Uh, and it could be a little while before he gets signed to his new, his new squad, his new team. But um, like you said, football season is coming around the corner, and I'm excited about it because there's a lot of stuff that we've been talking about, a lot of off-season news, things that have been going to different teams, players have been going to different places, and we're nearing the uh, nearing the end, the, uh, the the position that we might actually be able to see what these guys look like in their new threads. So I'm excited for that, but uh, that's another one we'll keep an eye on and let you guys know what happens. All right. Speaking of threads, the Buccaneers will be playing with their creamsicle uniforms. <laughs> I saw that. This year, which is awesome. Against the Lions. Just, just yeah, against the Lions. Do you see that mm-hmm. uh, Baker Mayfield's emerging as the uh, front runner? Yes. Mm-hmm. So he was out at a Rays game signing autographs. There he is. Being he's the leader, cool. hanging out with his linemen. Okay. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's uh, taking initiative that's there. That's how you do it. Sorry, so, Kyle. That's how you do it. Hopefully, Kyle's got some game. I mean, we got preseason upcoming. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really, yeah. Isn't it like early August? Yeah. So we're not that far out. We are not. Awesome. Cool. Okay. It's Monday. All right. So we got a playoff. Wow. No, we got a we got a final game. Yeah, final game. Let's go check it. All right. Listeners, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please poke that subscribe button. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time. See See you. God bless.